at once. It's a decent podcast. It's barely. Okay. We've got our yellow hats on, so why not? Let's start for real. Let's. This is. No, I'm seriously starting. Let's synchronize our watches. I'm double starting. Double start. Hey, this is the Monday Mass. The world's greatest action sports podcast. And we're it's just March two regular guys wearing yellow beanies at the same time. And mine is significantly more yellower. I think yours is a better size. Really? Mine's kind of tall. Why don't I you mean, just run? Well, That's kind of the, the hype shit, dude. To, to run it kind of up. What is so? I noticed that um, the resi tip. I noticed that uh, Red Gerard mm-hmm. has a beanie, and it kind of like. It goes really high, but I is it? It's like this, it's like split in the middle. He kind of that- has. It's like a mountaineering style of, of beanie. Right. So now we that- have a, a new angle for our fans watching on YouTube. If friends you, and fans, it's shitty. <laughs> if you guys are wondering why the podcast is shittier, well, it's because we didn't charge the iPad. Guess what though, we have been getting some great compliments regarding our uh, audio audio mm. on YouTube. That's right. Even though, what's going on with your mic? What are you talking Who, about? Who's on your mic? That's me. Okay. Should I make that straight or just go with it? Are you cool? I no, don't care. We're cool. We gotta go. I don't see it we got. Care. We have guests lined up. So here we go. This is the Monday Mass. Today is the fourteenth of March. We think. We're fairly certain it's the fourteenth of March. We are barreling into it. And Todd and I have matching hippers. You want to yeah. see it? I don't. I'm not showing you mine, but Chris got a hipper surf. Oh my god! Here we go. Also, he's wearing beneath underwear, which brings us to our ad block, which, by popular demand, Chris is no longer doing. The uh, the beneath undergarments actually are are helping comfort this. I Todd, I don't want to gloss over this. If I would have um, been six inches that way, we. We would be in a different place. That's right. I would have a much, uh, I would believe a higher pitched voice. I would have taken my private parts off of my body with my fins. Chris, so I dodged a bullet there. That's neither here nor there. Beneath under, underwear. Here we go. Beneath. This B-N-3-T-H. is the ad block. We were threatening you that we were going to use ChatGP to do it, but I think ChatGP would just make it longer and more extended. So I am going to give you the abbreviated one breath. Well, ad block. I'm you not have going to serve to... the advertisers. That's I'm... the that's the battle we're having here. Is you want to rush through the ad block, and you you need to serve the advertisers. We're serving the advertisers. They put in their hard earned money into this show. We're you need s- to give them some credit. We're serving the advertisers. Okay, let me. You, I'm I'm gonna try not to say anything, okay, but you just you start, and when you start this blowing, is, this it, is I'll the start new new and improved one breath. It's not improved. One breath ad block. Here we go. Pedal electric. Do Way you, too fast. What do you? I'm trying to. Oh God, see, I already blew my breath out. Yeah, you're going too fast. Well, I got to do one breath. It's like, you I know, can't hold my breath it's that like long. This the ad block is the foreplay to the podcast, right? People, if people don't like it, they can skip right over it. It's the, it's the, it's the massage before the look, the, the happy ending, which is the no, whole podcast. I think people look at this as like when you pay for a massage, and the therapist spends <laughs> ten minutes. You. Ten minutes doing uh, <laughs> fucking energy work Wait, on you. So, fuck that, <laughs> dude. You want to have a conversation with your therapist? Like, no. Oh, my my I, husband is being such a jerk. I prefer it when the therapist doesn't say a damn. They say lie down 
and here comes the massage and, and you don't hear from them the entire time and what is that down there oh my god all right here we go it's official. Monday Mass is brought to you by Pedal Electric at pedal.electric e-bikes. It is springtime, time to get a new e-bike. And if you want one that goes up hip hill goes <laughs> goes up the hills faster than everybody yeah, else. Good as the reason as that they do is because Pedal Electric has dual motors, one in the front, one in the back. It's like a that's motor two. that's d- dual. Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce at try Bachan's. Bachans goes with everything. You can go on to their Instagram at Try Bachans, find a bunch of recipes that you can use. Bachans Japanese barbecue sauce and make the people in your neighborhood or in your family think that you're way better at cooking than you really are. Beneath Apparel yeah. at BN3 TH Apparel underwear for the rest of us. Chris has a hipper, so his underwear is now covered in blood. Got a new shipment coming in for both you and I and some of those people because they're putting in extra to give away to our friends out there that's called a shipment bubs naturals at bubs naturals collagen fingernails mct brain oil all kinds of stuff that you don't even not even concerned with until you're like 28 that sounds like a professional advertisement right great talking about bubs Bubs naturals Naturals. it's where you want to go to get your collagen and all that bullshit panicking coffee nt at panicking coffee nt you know what what you ever tried coffee because that is bussin you know what i can say bussin because i am a youth it's busting. a guy <laughs> if you bustin'. don't know what i'm talking about it's probably the greatest instagram skit i've seen in a long time but anyways panic and coffee and tea been waking up san diego since 1969 nanocraft cbd at nanocraft cbd they have thc in their products now it's probably all Not you need all to know them, some of them the stuff that says thc on it it's which, science it's science fucking science and shit if you like science, if you like feeling good, Nanocraft CBD. Yeah. That should be... We we come up with some pretty good catchphrases. Yeah, not that bad. <coughs> uh, at Pure Prescriptions... I'm my coffee. So. At Pure Prescriptions, we are now switching over from Pure Prescriptions to New Greens. It's Check this... I'm saying it again. It's part of the ad block now. Ding dong. Anyway. New Greens is reformulated and coming to you. It is the greatest liquid, tasty liquid salad you can ever have. Liquid salad. Yeah, but I mean, that sounds gross, but the way that it's formulated, you can have it in berry flavored or mint flavored or whatever, but injected it has all my... the fun and excitement of a salad, but you can drink it. <laughs> my God, un- unselling. Remember that one. <laughs> all the fun and excitement of a salad that you can drink. Hanson Surfboards at Hanson Surfboards. It's springtime. You need a new wetsuit. You may be ditching that 4-3 pretty soon for a 3-2 or maybe getting yourself some nice trunks or a, a, a bikini because it's spring break. I'm only sur- – I'm, I'm done with wetsuits. So head on down to Hanson Surfboards. Oh, go to Hanson Surfboards online. I'm only going online. to surf in the tropics from now on. That's right. At DieCutStickers.com. DieCutStickers.com. They've oh, made wow. us our stickers. I have these. You can get these. They're uh, a sticker that goes under a stop sign in your neighborhood. It says stop saying Frontside Indie. If you're still saying Frontside Indie, get with the program. And then we have I our friends. I don't know who actually manufactured these stickers, but Trent Stevens and the Monday Mass have now uh, – we've done a sticker trade. Is this I a saw col- these stickers online. Is this a collaboration? No, no. This is just – Could be. He made stickers that let's, we think let's are Let's go through them. And so we traded. There's one. God's gift to surfing. God's gift to surfing. Here's another bumper sticker. It says, 
Stop surfing. Go to therapy. That's I, this, I'm doing this today. Okay, and here's another one. This is my favorite. I'm not the reason you're not getting waves. Is it backwards? Yeah, but that's because of the uh, you know the, the way light ref- when they refracts see it, off they, when a they see prism. It, are they reading? Okay, it? let's keep going. This one says local transplant. That's a great one. These are great <laughs> stickers. Bumper stickers are super oh, fun. That's you can Todd. you can put them on your <laughs> car. And look, Trent, I'm sending you some money. We're sending master. you money, masters, and also I Mountain am. High. He, he, at he had no idea about it. Mountain MT High Snow. We went there last week. We had a blast. There was a ton of snow in the local mountains. It's unbelievable how low the snow goes. And that was super fun because we left here at like 7:45. Two hours, dude. We went we the wrong. Home. We went the wrong way on the way there. We got home at 3:30 though. Yeah, it was. We snowboarded. Awesome. We had a great time, and we got back to our house at 3. 30 in the afternoon. Where else in the world can you do that? Freaking nowhere. Okay, here's Chris's new segment. It's called Two Nice Things I Saw Last Week. All right. uh, He loves this shit. Here's a nice thing I saw last week. Uh, I saw my son do a super long wheelie on his little e-bike pit bike. Sick. And it was nice and clean. It was a beautiful super long wheelie. And then today when I almost uh, took uh, chopped my private parts off with my fins... I was delighted when I pulled my wetsuit down and looked, and there was no uh, no need for stitches, no need to go to the doctor, just you know a big old scrape. You know what's weird? Um, I'm piggybacking on top of what you just said there. You know when you get hit by your board and the wetsuit's not cut, but somehow you're cut under the wetsuit? That's, that's what happened to me. That shit is weird, dude. That's like Hogwarts. Dude, that, that happened to me one time at Ponto, a local legendary surfer guy named joel racine Mm. coming down the line i got in the way he tried to dodge me but his board hit me no hole in the wetsuit pulled my wetsuit down the thing just like opened up and started gushing blood that's so weird but it's like you know but i didn't see that this morning so that was a nice thing i saw last week what about you um i nothing and i don't like the segment nothing you're like forcing me to like find nice no i'm just trying to come up with a couple different segments really I'm going to try to get this one sponsored. What if we do like another ad block? <laughs> nice okay. things we saw last week brought to you by... Depends. Hey, listen, it we're going to go right into uh, the snowboarding segment because I, I have a special guest okay. um, this week. I'm going to an event next weekend on the East Coast. Uh, if you're listening from the East Coast, please go to Stratton to the homesick event that's happening there uh, next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, I believe that's like the weekend of the 23rd. It's going to be really fun. I like, hope the weather's going to be really nice. Homesick meaning? Homesick, like we're, we're returning back to where it all began for a lot of us East is that, Coasters. Is that why I wasn't invited? Because I never lived over there? Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. Also. And also you saw me snowboarding at Mountain High. You yeah, probably got I tried to get away from you. You took two runs anymore. and then had three chili bread bowls. That was three runs. So <laughs> snowboard news is brought to you by Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce. Have some. It's you. You won't. You won't regret it. Honestly, put some in in your Boots. jacket, mm-hmm. and then you can pull it out, and that chili bread bowl would actually probably be good. So I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make the call right now. We're calling up. Uh, make the call. A special guest. His name is Gary Land. He's a legendary East Coast photographer who kind of went on to do crazy things. And there he is. Hi, Gary. Gary Land. You are live on the Monday Mass on a Tuesday. How are you, buddy? What's up, guys? How are you? We're doing great. Awesome. So. We're just getting into this our snowboard news, and I was kind of prefacing this whole thing with homesick. 
I would like you are one of the founders of this. I'd like you, in your own words, to tell our listeners and viewers what Homesick is. Homesick is a gathering, man. It's a, you know, I call it homesick because uh, I am homesick. You know, I miss uh, the community. I miss being, you know, at Stratton all those years ago, over over two and a half decades ago, being able to hang out with my friends and snowboard and, you know, when things were simple. And um, that's why I dubbed it. It's an event that History Archives is putting on. Um, you know, it's just for everybody to come and hang out and see things the way they used to be. Um, it's actually it's funny as I was just on the phone with Barry and it's just gotten to be this giant monster because we want to do so much, you know, and uh, but it's a give back, man. It's a high school reunion. It's just a big hug to the community and to all our friends that that, you know, we used to hang out with. And um, and hopefully we can kind of merge those two worlds of, you know, snow, you know, snowboarders that are riding now and, and snowboarders of of yesteryear, you know, and that's that's kind of what it's all about. And yeah, it's awesome. And I think, you know, just to give the listeners a little background on it, like a lot of us grew up snowboarding on the East Coast and Stratton was our Mecca. That was where we all gathered for either the US Open or for for a long time, the best half pipe on the East Coast. And it was the birthplace of like, you know, where Jeff Brushy honed his skills, where the first time we ever saw Terrier in the United States from Jason Ford, Noah Brandon, legendary photographers like yourself and Trevor Graves and you know all the way all the way up and through you know until the half pipe and you know ultimately the US Open moved out of Vermont it really was um a big focal point like snowboarding's Woodstock uh that no that really not no 99 though not Woodstock 99 but like it's really it doesn't exist anymore we're in a in a stage of snowboarding now where we have these kind of marquee events that are like really commercialized and they're not they're not what they used to be and this i feel like is a step in the right direction as in not forgetting not forgetting where we came from and return to soul yeah and we have this mini pipe and ross powers mini pipe and and Zeb Powell's going to have a rail jam and the downhill, dude. Let's talk about the downhill at Stratton. We haven't heard of anyone having a downhill event in a very long time. And it was tough, too, because like people were like, aren't you going to have a bank slalom? And I was like, you know what, man? I love bank slaloms, but everyone's got a bank slalom. I was like, let's, since this is a retro event and I'm paying homage to you know the late 80s and 90s, like let's do a freaking, you know... <laughs> Two, uh, you know, head-to-head course where there's like a couple of step downs and gates, and it's the whole, you know, sun tanner, you know, um, uh, slope where where it used to be. I think that's what's so fun about it is like, yeah, it's just you know, it's, it's paying homage, but it's still a hell of a lot of fun. I mean, it, it, it's it's crazy, and just you know, also to give um, the listeners a little heads up on you. So you came up on the East Coast as a photographer, yeah. and then yeah. you kind of like as I don't know, I guess like snow you. Kind of had to like find something else because the snowboard scene in, in the East Coast was kind of dying, and you found yourself into like a job. what? Like what? Yeah, what was a your? Job? What you had a pretty fucking awesome job. You may still have that job. What's uh? What is that awesome job? Oh God, it's been you know I've gone back you know I've changed quite a bit. I so basically I left you know that snowboarding scene. I lived at Stratton for years and, and shot you know snowboarding was kind of my life, and then um, I was you know. I was having a baby, like my, my girlfriend was pregnant and I'm like, okay, definitely not going to be able to support a family on, you know, hoping to get a cover or a page in a magazine. So 
you know, I, I kind of left that scene and moved to Boston and put myself out in the world of trying to be a photographer and ended up, you know, landing in a few different positions that were more on the backside of photography, like working at, you know, um, you know, managing archives and things like that at different companies. And um, I ended up, you know, going to work for generic snowboards and then from generics to Solomon as a photographer. And then from Solomon, I landed a job at Burt. I mean, I'm sorry, at um, Reebok. And, you know, my job was to manage their database of imagery that I could make, you know, um, available to the international markets. And this was pre-digital. So I kind of, you know, I wanted to be a photographer, but it took me a couple years to kind of, you know, get in that scene. And I ended up becoming Alan Iverson's photographer. And that just opened up the doors for, you know, them to give me all sorts of assignments. So for eight years, I was Reebok's like primary photographer shooting everybody from, you know, Alan Iverson to 50 Cent to, you know, I mean, God, you name it really. So, Tight. and then I left in 2007 and started my own thing. And, we continually growing and here I am, you know, actually next week I got the event and my company is moving from a 6,000 square foot facility into this 27,000 square foot facility that we're building. So it's like, I got a lot, I got a lot going on right now, but it's so much fun. And this is my passion project. I, I would, I can't imagine doing anything else other than putting this event together and seeing old friends. Yeah. And I think that, I think that's really cool too, is like, you know, you may move on into these great and huge things that are like, you know, like most people would be completely blown away with just the, the clientele that you've you've stuck a lens in their face. But like the whole backbone of all of that is this little resort in southern uh, Vermont. You know what I mean? Like and that's and that's what I think is so special about this homesick event and why I like when you brought this up to me, like you also curated this book. Um, the East Street Archives, which is amazing. If if anyone out there has a chance to get, can they still get that on your website? Like where? Absolutely, they can get it at you know eaststreetarchives.com, or they can pick it up even on the Instagram account, which is just at East, uh, East Street Archives. And it's it's basically a, a a history, like a throwback in history, through coming up on the East Coast snowboarding, the the who's who, the legends, like all this <laughs> crazy stuff. It's it, dude, the book is magic, and, and it's one of those books that you look through, and for myself, it's like a walk down, it's, it's a yearbook, it really is a yearbook, and, and Homesick is the, the class reunion, and it's just, it's really special, and I'm so stoked that you and Barry Dugan, former Burton TM and marketing guy, have come together to, to put this thing out there for all of us to partake in, and I just, I hope that we... I hope that we don't get thrown out of Stratton. If, if, I, no, if I was invited, if I was invited, how would, when, and how? I'm super, you know, humbled. You know, obviously, you know, the fact that you're going to come. There's so many things you could be doing, and you know, there's there's people flying in from all sorts of places uh, just because they believe. You know, they they were there. They witnessed. You know, that time. And honestly, people are homesick. Just like you know, I said, it's like man, I want to go back and, you know, we're putting the pipe in the place that, you know, the last time it was there was, you know, 1996 or 1997. Um, we're doing these things and Stratton has been a great host. They're allowing us to do these things and they're really excited about it and they want to give back to snowboarding just as much as, you know, we want to experience it again. So I feel like this is a great step in the right direction and we're really looking forward to it. And it's like, I know that those three days are going to be insane. I'm not going to be able to walk 10 feet without seeing somebody I know. Yeah. And just, and just reminiscing about those times and, you know, it's and have you back there is just huge. Jeff Brushy, you know, Noah Brandon, Jason Ford, like Stevie Hayes, like 
Mark Heingartner. Wow. I mean, Paul, Paul Graves and, and Steve Hayes are both kind of like going to uh, help out at the um, at the OG downhill race. So, man, it's crazy. It's just, you know, I, I'm, I, you know, there's some other people that I've been talking to, like Terrier and stuff, and he, you know, he kind of told me that he wasn't going to be able to make it, but he's super bummed out about it. Um, but there's other people that are coming, and I'm not allowed to mention them right now. But okay, okay, tuned. I like stay this. Stay tuned to East Street Archives' uh, Instagram account. You'll see in the next you know, few days that who else is going to be showing up. Well, I'm super stoked. Chris, you had a question. What were you saying? If what? Give me, I want the details. When, where, how do we get there, all ages. Give me yeah, the, just the basic details of this weekend. Yeah, basic details this weekend. So we've got, you know, 24th, 5th, and 6th. 24th is Friday. That will be the OG downhill. Um, and the 25th is the actual Ross Powers Retro Pipe. And 26th would be the uh, Zebulon Rail Jam. There's, like, categories. you got, you know, men uh, and women, um, you know, over 40 divisions. Then there's the men and women 18 to 39. And then a men and women 17 and under. Um, so there's three divisions in each one of those um, categories. I'm sorry, in each one of those events. Um, lots of great prizes and money. Um, you know, we're doing the best we can. Obviously, we've got a lot of sponsors, but a lot of those are in-kind donations and not real big money sponsors. So it's weird because I'm getting people going, man, that's a lot of money for this registration and this and that. I'm like, dude, we're doing the best we can. I mean, we're going to be, sure enough, in the hole, a negative on this event. But you know what? I don't care. Look, dude, I do shit like this all the time with other things and this means so much to me. This is therapy for me. <laughs> as much as I as much as I hope it is for everybody else when they get out there because people are coming they're not coming to for the event. They're coming to see their old friends. Right. And that's what that's what it's all about to me. It's community building and I wanna get people on snowboards that haven't been on snowboards and and shit decades, you know, and, and, and hopefully we can do that and we can kind of right the ship in snowboarding and and get back to kind of some of its missing you know grassroots i feel that you know are are due to resurface again and kind of have this resurgence well i think it couldn't come at a better time i mean i'd said it a a couple months back after the passing of ken block how it's i don't want to get together for funerals and weddings and this i want to have events like this where we see each other and we tell each other we miss uh, miss each other and we really cherish the time that we have together and this is going to be one of those events, dude, and I I feel like this is it's the beginning of a, a new dawn of of events on the East Coast as well because it's been too long, man. It's been too long. The East Coast has been ignored for way too long on the event side of things, and it's time to to like you said to write yes, that sir. ship. Awesome. All right, Gary, thank you so much. I will see you next Thursday. That's when I'm looking forward to plopping in. Thanks so, again, guys, thanks again, guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, and uh, appreciate it. No Looking worries. To next week. All right, man. We'll have some beers. Right. We'll see you later. Thanks, Bye. What's the uh, What's the Instagram account that we go to for more At information? East Street Archives. East 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 Street. Street Archives. East East, as in like that way. Okay, so what is this event? Okay. <laughs> oh my god, you're such a dick. Uh, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm really happy. It's for gonna you. be really fun, and I I feel like I've never been to Stratton. Um. Well, it's, I just, I just it's now, not I'm just now hearing about this. It's not for the light of heart, Chris. I'll well, tell you that much. Um, the East is Coast it further than Mountain High. From yeah, here? it's a little bit further east than the Mountain High. Um, it's you know it's like like but it's not higher. It's not higher. It's and it's just further. And it's just it's East Coast, dude. So you don't right. know what the weather's going to be. The weather could be it could be snowing in the morning, raining in the afternoon, or it could be sunny and fifty degrees. It's just yeah. like, but we're really. 
I, I feel, you know, I'm going to echo what Gary said. We're going there to see each other. It's yeah. not really like the snowboarding. Like, no one's going there to, like, put a fucking hurting on the on the half pipe. I, I, I won't. That's why I'm not going, because I, I, I only go to places where I can win a medal. Okay. Well, yeah, that was awesome, Gary. Thank that's cool. you. So what is the downhill? Downhill, that's like... Downhill is no, like barely any turning. And it's just... Just fast <laughs> as fuck. And they're, are you I mean, going to do that? What events are you doing? I'm going to do all of them. No well, way. I won't be doing the Re- Zebulon Rail Jam because <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to feel the steel between my butt cheeks. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you don't need a one-cheek sneak on that. But Gary really down is like downplaying his, his accolades these days. Yeah. I mean, the guy is like within the mainstream sports slash, uh, I guess, hip-hop scene. Mm-hmm. Gary's massive. Yeah, massive photographer. Casually, so, just hanging out with Ali Iverson. Yeah, yeah, that's you awesome. know, it's like he, he's his day rate's like thirty thousand a day. Like it's. What did you pay him for that interview just now? Uh, he that's pro bono. Really? Yeah. yeah. Damn. Well, that was that was great. That was and cool, I, right? I think that you know events like that definitely deserve uh, that kind of coverage on this podcast. Yeah, you know, I, at I, least I feel like <laughs> you know least. I'm. Uh, I'm an old head, and this is a gathering of old heads. So if, if you don't want to get a bunch of dust on you, maybe don't go. But if it's like a gathering of old juggalos without the face paint, <laughs> and with snowboard boots. Yes, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh oh, London Cote uh, is uh, calling. This could be, this could be major. Uh, really? He's calling to say it's raining. Oh. Anyway, okay. So. Can I call uh, my? Oh, this is a this is a sto- another snowboard. Okay, story. here. Why don't you why don't you call your uh, your son back on the iPad? That's odd. Can I do that? Here we go. Uh, NASCAR superstar Chase Elliott has had successful surgery for an unspecified unspec- injury to his left leg on Friday night. Is that bad? Hours after a snowboarding accident in Colorado, and he will miss this weekend's NASCAR race in Las Vegas. Elliott is a second-generation driver and the son of NASCAR Hall of Famer Bill Elliott. The Georgia native is NASCAR's five-time fan-voted most popular driver. So, obviously, he got hurt snowboarding. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Do you think he's going to get in trouble for that? I don't know. I think sometimes people have, like, these clauses where, like, uh, you're not supposed to go out there and do these other events. Hey, uh, we're doing podcasts right now. <laughs> this is Todd this, and I. This this is how professional we are. Do you we, have any questions uh, regarding snowboarding? Uh, when's the next arrival of Pow? Uh, that Ooh. would be today. That'd be today, London. Look today. outside; it's raining yeah. in Encinitas. That means it might be powdering in the mountains. Oh, sweet! Yeah, there you go. I was like riding home, and I got soaking wet. Oh man, I'm so sorry. I'm not sorry. It builds character. All right. Uh, well, we're going to finish this podcast. I'll be home soon. All right. You got pie? Yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. Peace out. Peace out. There we go. That was uh, That's that was London, a- London Cote checking in from house. He's making sure, you know, this. we're about safety that here. An, that was an organic yeah. conversation between father and son. Did you guys like that? Do you guys feel like Chris is a good father? Hit us in the comments below. All right, so uh, <laughs> I didn't have anything. I moving know. on to the NASCAR news, um, people get in trouble for that kind of stuff. If you're, I mean, I we, know, there yeah, used like, to be clauses in some people's snowboard contracts that you couldn't get hurt skateboarding. I, there was that is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I just, you know, there's a, a professional football player, Raheem Mostert, um, played for the 49ers, and I think he's on the whatever other team named after an animal, but mm-hmm. he got busted for surfing. 
he was a big time surfer, and so he switched. He stopped surfing, and he started doing his a celebration in the end zone about surfing. Speaking of surfing, surf news is brought to you by. Do you have any other snow news? No, good. It's gonna. There's gonna be snow. It's powing. Um. Surf news is brought to you by Hanson Surfboards. Big news, breaking news. This just happened about an hour ago. Local. I cut my. Katie Simmers and Jao Chianka have won the Portugal event in pumping ass waves. It was giant waves. It was solid. I mean, I saw this interview with Kelly Slater. Kelly, Kelly Slater said it was, it was scary out there. Yeah. Quote unquote, it was scary out there. It was so super tubos. I've been there a couple times, and even on a head high day, it's punchy. It will kick your ass. So when it's double, triple overhead, I mean that just adds, I think, to the you know, the illustri- illustrious accolades. <laughs> wow, I feel like you're just putting words, stringing words together. It adds to now. the what's the word I'm thinking of? It adds to the prestige. prestige. There you go. It adds to the prestige of winning that event. Prestige worldwide. And Katie Simmers worldwide. coming through as a rookie, living up to all the expectations and more. She took out Courtney Conlog, which was a great final. I can't believe the comp is over. I, I didn't. I honestly didn't watch a lick of it. Well, I think the problem with this one for people in California is that it basically started around like 2 a.m. And so by the time we're waking up and getting into it, it's the tail end of the day. But the highlights are going to be great. Jao Chianka uh, going up against Jack Robinson in the finals. An insane, insane battle. Uh, Jack Robinson still holds the yellow jersey, and he's you know he's he's got a nice lead. Molly Picklum has grabbed the yellow jersey from Carissa Moore. Katie Simmers moves up seven spots to number three in the world. Um, so the next WSL CT event is Bells, April 4th. Wow, that's coming right up too. And a lot of people on the championship tour, men and women, are stressing because the cut is coming up as well. The cut will happen at the end of April. And Stab had a great report on who's who's in danger. And some of these names will shock you. Uh, we're talking about Slater. Needs to get a fifth or a ninth. Well, what's up with this Slater talking about retiring? I was gonna get. I kind of put that out of out of order. Okay. So just a quick update on the cut. Uh, Margaret River and Bells are going to be two important events. You've got guys like Kolohe and Dino. Mm. This one's shocking to me. Kanoa Igarashi in danger of being cut. They both need big results in West Oz and Bells. Uh, Slater's in that conversation. Steph Gilmore as well. And in other Slater news, he did an interview where I believe he kind of just mis not misspoke, but it was taken maybe out of context. He said, I'm done for the year. I might be done forever in Portugal. Meaning, uh, maybe not that he's, re- maybe he's retiring at the end of the year, mm-hmm. but he probably won't be competing in Portugal. And I think he was also kind of just pissed because his heat had not great waves. So who do you think is in danger of just like hanging it up after this? Slater. Like if they don't make okay, if they don't make the cut, they're just like I'm freaking done. I mean, I would say Kolohe, but he's still young. He's still, you know, like he is a veteran obviously, but he got on the tour when he was like 18 or 19. Right. So he's just he he's just one of those guys that is such an amazing surfer but wasn't hasn't been able to crack past the semis 
or second place. Mm-hmm. So he would now be in that conversation of the best surfer to never win an event. But I think he's got an event winning him somewhere, I hope. Um, Slater is now probably stressing a little bit, saying, because he has said before, if I make the Olympics, I'll retire at the Olympics. But he may not make it. For him to make the Olympics, he's got to basically be one of the highest placing Americans. He's either, or he's got to go compete in the ISA events either in El Salvador or Puerto Rico, which was just announced. Mm-hmm. So if I'm Slater right now, if I really want to make the Olympics, I am looking at potentially switching flags. He, Where, okay, he is so, of Syrian descent. Yeah. So he could go, uh, I, I imagine he could maybe surf for Syria. I don't, I don't really know how the particulars of that work. Um, but I could see Slater doing really well in the ISA events. Mm-hmm. So if you win, let's say you make the finals of the ISA, you're probably going to make the Olympics. Hmm. Interesting. There's three spots for Americans, three spots for three spots for American men, three spots for American women. But if he goes and switches to Syria, I don't know. That'd, yeah. be, that'd be strange. Maybe Assad will throw him a bone. Uh, a couple spawns changes. Your team... Quicksilver. Quicksilver's got some, there's some shakeups. Couple cuts. Leonardo Fioravanti now rides for a company called K-Way. I don't believe these were so much as cuts as in, as in. Drops. No. Layoffs. It's more like these, these surfers have decided to pursue different avenues. I bet K-Way is paying Leonardo Fioravanti a What is K-Way? Is it like Kmart? K-Way, I think it's like a European uh, well, I think they're famous for their rain jackets and windbreakers. So like Kmart. Mm, it's like a K-Way. Mm. Zeke Lau now rides for a Hawaiian company called Ava, started by Keikoa Casimero. I remember Keikoa having those stickers on the nose of his board. Um, Ava is a growing brand focused on protecting the landscapes and ecosystems that inspired it. So pretty rad. Not Hawaiian to be confused with what all of us as little kids thought the Alva logo said. Awa. Awa. This is Ava. <laughs> Ava. Hey, feel free to slap Todd next speaking time. Speaking of Hawaii, Hawaii, yeah, this new standing wave that they have in Waikiki yeah. looks incredibly fun. I've seen I've seen a lot of footage of Shane Beshin and his kids, absolutely, and Kyleni. Kyleni did a three sixty boneless into it. Just, just like it's it's probably the the best looking stationary wave I've seen. It's really wide, deep water, and there's also there's like two sections on either side that you can kind of pop into like yeah. foam and kind and, of do airs. And you can make a middle section. You can? They can. So that, that wave that they have is a deep water standing wave, meaning you can ride any board with fins, So when you whatever. say deep water, like it's like two feet deep? So you have, yeah, it's about like one or two feet deep. It's deep enough to where you could ride a thruster quad. Put whatever. a board on rail yeah. and you won't hit the bottom. And that, it's expandable. They can break it up into two different waves. They can make a section in the middle, section on the sides. How about so, a channel? Uh, you're not going to need a channel because you can just stand on the other side. Yeah, but I mean like... To jump? What if you wanted to jump at like Gons in the old Hawaiian uh, Maybe. Comp? I don't know. But Shane Bastion has been part of this project for a long time. And that that is a, that is a wave that is more, I, I think, more economically viable for a lot of yeah, places. Yeah. Uh, also, you don't need as much space or as much water. I don't know. I don't, you know, I, to me, it's just another branch on the tree. It looks like you could get way more reps and like it would be easier to teach someone oh, leg burners how to actually sure. surf. Leg burners. 
Yeah, I think it's, well, it's pretty cool. You should uh, you should hit up Shane. I Let's did. get a session. I did. We should do a podcast from the deck. Okay. What uh, if you went to Hawaii and didn't even go in the ocean and you just surfed that thing? And it's basically you're driving to the North Shore, and before you get to Haleiwa and Wahiwa, you just turn left. Oh, really? So it's all the way over there? Yeah. Wow. Well, it's not on the North Shore. It's uh, over by, I think, the Disney. Before you go up and over the hill. Yeah. Wow. So um, Pearl Harbor, the the Japanese planes went in to this low, there's a low kind of canyon. They went in there to get to Pearl Harbor, and you drive across that canyon when you go over there. Interesting. Yeah. History. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this is shocking, sad news. Um says we need to do more uh the there was two boats coming in near black's beach two two boats coming in near black's beach they crashed into each other it was middle of the night the waves hit they i think about they were both somewhere between eight and 15 people anyway it was a one of the worst uh oceanic trafficking disasters ever and this, this this just happens all the time, and you have to put yourself if you you know you have to have some empathy because these people are literally knowingly risking their lives. You can imagine coming in in the pitch black from the open ocean into blacks into blacks into anywhere around here. Blacks you hear the especially waves breaking. like I just wonder if they. You know, you, you think about these people that are doing, you know, you pay your life savings to get smuggled across the border. I mean, I'm not even getting into the, the politics of, of this whole thing, but yeah. just strictly for the craziness of you probably don't know how to swim. You right. get into this boat with your kids and your six belongings, whatever you have, because you can't really bring too much in these pongas. And then you find yourself coming in to blacks where like, Canyon sets are no joke there, even on small days. Yeah, it's super, it's really sad, it's tragic. Um, so between 8 and 15 people died, correct? Yes, yes. And that was just, I mean, Multiple there, was, bodies. there was another boat that came in that same day here in Encinitas. Right, at, it happens at all Grandview. the time. So it's like... It's those dipshits that think building a wall is going to do anything. You need yeah. to build centers for people to come over and figure it out i don't know i don't have the answers this this is fucked build so. a build a floating wall yeah just keep building a wall that's <laughs> gonna help uh in much happier news skate news brought to you by beneath apparel uh so this is a cool little story um a group of of teenage girls in ethiopia were getting bullied at the skate park okay their boards were getting taken um just these Dickhead kids were harassing these girls that were trying to get into skateboarding. They formed a crew. It's called Set Skateboarding, an all-female group, uh, which skates on. They skate on the street of Ethiopia and in the parks, and they were recognized by Olympic Channel as being game changers. So I just thought that was amazing. I like mean, these girls just banded together. Like, nope, we're skating. Well, you think about like, you know, there's definitely countries on this planet, especially, you know, some that have some crazy religious views. I mean, this that's my opinion that, you know, women shouldn't be doing anything, any activities. And like they want a skateboard. You're literally putting your life 
at risk. I mean, people are getting killed for trying to get an education. Like, never mind, like, doing right. this, this activity. You know, like, skate or die in its most literal sense. Yeah. That's why I think, you know, set skateboarding, uh, skatistan, these, these groups that form, you know, it's strength in numbers. So... I just I loved I loved to read that and I'm gonna fall I'm gonna try to do more to follow up on that particular story. I just think it's very cool. Um, meanwhile, mm-hmm. you know I you know how I feel about uh, infants doing action sports. I don't I, like it. You don't like it. I don't like it. It's stupid. <laughs> uh, so okay, this was in. The what's news. an infant? Okay, like what is an infant? Okay, this is about a 19 month old. 19 months. Okay. So you can't even for, you can't even fucking no, say the, a word. The, the dumbest line. Okay, so every Monday or Tuesday, I put skateboarding news into the Google, and I just see what pops up. And mm-hmm. it seems like every week there's another dipshit story about this toddler chart. So this story, <laughs> it was about uh, this this 19 month old skater that's doing insane tricks in California. And the quote from the mom, Lennox has been skateboarding since before he could walk. You can't skateboard if you can't walk. Mm. Tell that to a the skateboarding cat. Wait, who is no, standing on its legs. I also... I think it's stupid. I, I think Lennox is stupid. I think that whole... Lennox, you need to quit skating till you're six. Oh, don't worry. Mom is going to completely burn that kid out Actually, on skateboarding. Now that I think about it, if your kid is just learning how to walk, to me the best the best thing you could do is physically duct tape the kid's feet to mm. the board. I mean, put a helmet on the 19-month-old, but just duct tape the feet, get the GoPro going, and send it. <laughs> right? Just send it. 19 months old have like rubber bones. They're not going to get hurt. That's a year and three quarters. Send it. For those of you that are not mathematically inclined. That is like my kids were, you're still squishy. Like you still have like a soft Soft head. Soft, like your whole frontal lobe may be a soft spot. What better time to get hardcore than when you have a soft spot? Like there's some 19 months old that are still nursing. If you can't walk, you can't skateboard. If you're still nursing, you probably shouldn't be skateboarding. And I'm not saying that because it's more of a... There's a lot of great skaters out there that that have uh, things that don't allow them to walk, mm-hmm. and they're still skating. So this is not about anything to do with that. This is about uh, babies. I just don't... I don't think babies should be doing action sports. I'm sorry. You Does don't? that make me a hater? What, what age do you think is appropriate for a child to be doing action sports? When do you think they should be allowed to do that? Five. Five years old. Yeah. That's your cutoff. Yeah. Hard line the same. And at five, like, if you're not going down at least as many stairs as you are old, then you should quit because you oh. suck. So now we <laughs> – wow. So there's – No, no. I, not I, only is there an age, but now we have a – I don't know. I, I, you know what? And I could be wrong. For those parents out there sending their kids down the mountain, snowboarding and – Skating and stuff. Doesn't it kind of seem for like? You. That's does, your it, kid. does it seem like sometimes like maybe it's it's just the parents using this squishy little vessel to live the dreams that they didn't get to yeah. live. I mean, I definitely think that sending your four year old off a ten stair is better than letting them go to a, a drag show where they're reading children's books. So <laughs> both should be banned. Wow. 
Contra- this We're getting political we've really, here. We've really gone down the <sighs> tubes here. Let the... In great skateboarding news... <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm an ally, Todd. I get, I get upset when I think about this stuff. I'm not an ally for infant skaters. I'm an ally for... I'm not the reason you're not getting waves. and whatnot. Okay, what, what's, what do you have for... The world is back. Do you have any better news? Yes. Two young Japanese skaters. How old? How old? Teenagers. Infants? No, they're teenagers. You know them. Kokona Hiraki and Mami Tezuka. Okay, what about them? Owners of two of the greatest styles and signature tricks. Kokona is the young Japanese skater that is known to do nose grinds, stand-up nose grinds Mm -hmm. around 12-foot bowl corners, Mm -hmm. while Mami Tezuka has, I would say, one of the top five Smith grinds in the history of skating. Wow. And that's a big call. That's a bold claim. But you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Just by the thought of her Smith grind. Okay. Um, They have a new video out on YouTube that Vans made that's really good. Um, Another video that is insane. Felipe Nunez at it again i don't i haven't seen this so felipe don't Nunez spoil it has, has dropped uh more footage i mean we're talking about like a 5-0 down a 20 stair complete with some of the most savage beatdowns ever uh kick flipping in and out of ditches huge euro gaps transit skateboarding called it raw pure raw unhinged skateboarding at its finest and we 100 percent agree felipe Nunez is Next level. You know what else in skateboarding news I think is awesome? What? Tom Shar is freaking back, dude. Mm-hmm. Tom Shar is back putting a hurtin' on the vertin' yeah. over at Tony Hawk's uh, ramp over here in Vista. Yeah. And I think it's it doesn't really... I don't know where he went. I don't know if he was hurt. I don't really know the ins and outs of why the vanishing of Tom Shar over I, the past... I think it was a mix. Since the Olympics. I think it was a mix of injuries and then just lack of, of venue. You know, he, he was... Obviously, a huge star of Vans Park series, um, but I, without I, that, yeah. without X Games, you know, he'll be back for Dew Tour. Yep. But anyways, it was it's really cool to see him and uh, putting up some new footage and the fact that I mean, like he's so comfortable doing shit that it's just so insane that it's yeah he didn't really fall off. And, he's a monster. And Tony Tony Hawk is back skating again too, which is he is yeah, and he's got his uh, his. His femur is is now repaired properly, so I feel like you know maybe this. this Did you get a little femur grab? What? Oh, you didn't physically. No, I didn't grab his femur. Will you? That's a weird place to grab somebody. It is a weird place. Grab, to grab you somebody. by the femur. Can I, Tony? May I touch your femur? <laughs> You've got to get consent if you ask that. You can't just go grabbing femurs. Is that your marrow? How's your marrow? Anyways, uh, Mike well, McGill. If you want to ask Tony Hawk if you grab his femur. You can go to Mike McGill's grand opening of the new location for McGill's Skate Shop in North County, Encinitas. It's a block that way. It's really close. Uh, it's next to um, the grocery acres. store that I go in way too freaking much. You got much. a Wendy's in there. Yeah. You got uh, Peabody's. Peabody's. Anyways. It's awesome. Next weekend, or is it this weekend? It's this weekend. It's this Saturday. weekend coming up. Yeah. We're going to have the Bones Brigade. We're going to have the Grant Britton Brigade. Stop. We're going to have everybody. It's going to be in there. If you want to go. Tony and Hawk's femur. Get your picture taken with Tony Hawk's femur. You can go there to McGill's <laughs> on Saturday. Just next to like his femur. right here and you're like. You're like, I don't want a picture of you. I just want to take a picture with can your femur. Can you stand femur. up straight? I got to see this femur. Um, that's going to be super fun. 
Uh, and congratulations to McGill's. That's a, a long, one of the longest running, or the longest running skate shop in town for sure. Uh, talking decades. And the new shop looks nice. It's pretty cool. Uh, also, shout out Justin Bishop. He is a fan mm-hmm. and friend of the show. Uh, he's been on a, a comeback path after a couple brutal injuries and starting to see things coming back. And we're always stoked to see uh, Justin Bishop skating again. Yeah. Um, we already did snow news. We did snow news already. Did so we do surf news? Oh, yeah, yeah, we did all this. Oh, We're going to so go great. into nerd news is brought to you by New Greens. New yeah. Greens. Freaking. Say the salad line again. What was it? It's all the fun and excitement of a salad that you can drink. It's a salad in liquid form, <laughs> but tastes good. But it's be- it's good. Do you think if you put ranch dressing in your New Greens, would it But it's, some chicken? What if your logo is... But it's good. It's good. Question mark. <laughs> no, it's good, but it's like, uh, I, you know, what do they call that? I tell new them. greens. Make your body happy. Have some new greens. Taste great. Now, and we all now doesn't are taste looking like a for salad. something to do. It has all the fun and excitement of a salad, but yet tastes great. It tastes like a... If you don't like good, salad. Good, uh, good greens. Um, that's it for the this Last of Us, huh? Last it's of just Us ended. Last of Us is over. I don't know how to. Think how about it. spoilers? Don't listen if you haven't watched the rest of Last of Us. But you know that this podcast is partially brought to you by the Last HBO. of Us fan club. Um, Thanks HBO. What for did you think of Monday the finale? Not knowing what was going to happen, what did you think of the finale? I were you sad? I was shocked. You were shocked. I was shocked. Were you shocked by the way it ended? I was shocked by the way it ended. Uh, but I'm also kind of glad with how it ended. It was a pretty depressing episode uh, because I think the the acting is so amazing that they're literally telling the story. I think she knew what was going to happen to her when she got to the end. That's why she was acting weird. Mm. They were going to try to kill her. Also, her. maybe the, they she, wanted to also take the, her maybe brain. she hatcheted it to do it in the face for like fifteen minutes. That the, didn't the day help before. her mental health. No, that probably didn't help. Um, it was a br- it was brutal, but it really did. Now, now it leaves a whole new world. Well, it kind of leaves a whole new world. The world has already been created. A whole old world. So, I mean, like when the first time I played, so the game came out in like 2013 or whatever. Why do they keep going to the snow? By the way. Is it snow like because they're harder? in the they're in the Rockies? But I'm saying, is it is it harder for the cordyceps to live in the snow? No, they're just in. They're just away from metropolitan areas. I know, but I don't know why anybody would want to live in Colorado. This <laughs> is your big hiccup with the show. I don't know why anybody would want to live in the snow. It's too cold. So at the when the game when I played why can't through they the go to Hawaii when I played through the game the first time and it ended it ended very it was very very almost Abrupt. almost scene for scene and word for word what happened um during the last of us the last episode okay so when it just goes like what are you doing go ahead are you playing the last of us theme yeah go ahead okay when she, when he, she goes to to Joel is that distracting swear to me that everything you said was true about the fireflies and he goes i swear and she goes, okay. And then it fades to black. Like, I remember, like, the game, and then all of a sudden the credits roll, and I was just sitting there. You said that in the game, too? Yeah, it was exactly, exactly. Right. And the credits rolled, and I was just sitting there staring at my TV, like, what the, what the fuck? What the frick? And, like, you want to talk to somebody about it, but this was so... You could have called me. Okay. This was so before... 
like if if I called you and was like, dude, I just played this video game and it kind of rattled me. Like you would like be like, you're an idiot. So, because I know you play Fortnite. Hypothetically speaking, cell phones would still work. When? In The Last of Us. Why? Because you have power, the satellites. Maybe. What are you saying? I'm just saying if they had cell phones, well, the they grid, could have alleviated a lot of maybe the grid. Issue, the grid issues. could have gone. I don't know. Well, they have lights. But it, okay, so the Last of Us is over. So now no computers in it. They're not going to replace because there was a big controversy on whether or not they were going to replace Bella Ramsey going into Last of Us uh, Part Two, which we just found out that Last of Us Part Two will be broken into multiple seasons because I feel like they have to. Right. Um, but there's a pretty significant time jump between the end of the first game and the beginning of the second game. So she's 14 in the first game and 19 in the next game. So They can fix that. It'll be a couple years. Bella Ramsey is 18, so she'll be like 21 when this comes out. And That's fine. But this, the, I, there's so much that I want to like tell you about what the setup is for the next game. But I Maybe I should just play the game. You should. I will, Is it I, on PlayStation? Yeah, I have. Do you have a PlayStation? I have PlayStation 4. Yeah, I have the game. Can I borrow it? Yes. God. We could have done this a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Oscars happened. Who? We don't you generally care about them, but it's pretty cool that everything, everywhere, all at once, basically swept the Oscars. Do you, okay, I saw that movie. Yeah. Did you like it? Or you you, you kind of have to like it. I didn't. I mean, I thought it was like interesting, but I kind of feel like, and I think this is a fairly common consensus, is that the the is movies that w- the movies that win every Oscar for the most part are like, it's not really about the movie. It's I, kind of about like the spectacle, the spectacle, yeah. like what what they accomplished, like who the stars were, like did it break boundaries? Is it like blah blah blah? I think it deserved all those awards because it was just pure insanity from beginning to end was it my favorite movie of the year no did i love the cast did i love the the visuals mm-hmm. yes um it almost like it 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 beats you over the head a little bit with just like ah so much action which was amazing i can't believe that humans can make visuals like that mm. um the only other oscar movies that i watched i watched fablemans i watched did you see Half- avatar no did you uh, see the All It's Quiet on the Western Front or whatever that movie was? Um, some of it. That one's just so brutal. It's depressing, right? It's like, to me, I think a lot of, like, the reason I watch movies is escapism. And while I love war movies, that one's just like, oh, When was God, the last time you went to the movies? It's been a minute. Um, I know, like, I know my last movie was in 2019, I saw. 2019? Yeah, it was the last Star Wars movie. That was the last time I went to the, no. Yo, no, that was. It was the last time I went to the movies was in 2019. Honestly, I think I, I to went the to theater. Like Minions or something with my kids. But I know it was in like 2020. It's so... It's, somebody coughed in it's the theater. Sad. We it's sad. It's <laughs> sad, dude. Like, I, I want to return to the movies. Go ahead. But I'm They're saying open. like, the only way to get me and I think to get a lot of people to return to the movies is to stop dropping it simultaneously on streaming. I know, because to get me off my couch it takes a lot. It does. Oh. Mm. Brandon Fraser won for The Whale. Yep, that was which great. I did not see because it looks really depressing. Ka Hui Kwan won Best Supporting Actor. You might know him as? Short Round or That's Data. Right. Short Round and Data. Mm-hmm. And 
There was a moment, I think this was probably the, the most, the feel good moment of the year was when Harrison Ford, who acted with Short Round, mm-hmm. um, they had a, a moment. Amazing. So cool. Uh, oh, this, this is a movie that can get you back to the theaters, Todd. You ready? People, people don't like that. They love That's it. It's too long. It's okay. um, the new John Wick. John Wick Four. I is supposed to be. I'm the a mega ever. John Wick fan. Me too. I love John Wick. I didn't know I was gonna like it so much. If there's one movie that needs to be turned into a video game, it's freaking John Wick. Dude. Well, John Wick Four is coming. People are saying it's like the greatest action movie ever. I I think that is a movie you should see in the theater. Personally, okay. Um, I will go. Speaking of TV, oh, we weren't talking about TV, but Secession is coming out. I know you don't care. Um, oh, I have some good Encinitas Magazine news. Okay, what is it? So for the next Encinitas Magazine, I'm writing a tribute to our fallen homie, uh, Otis Bartholomew, a.k.a. O, uh, reached out to a ton of people. The list of contributors for this story. Glenn E. Friedman. No way. Rick Froberg. Ooh, from, from Pitchfork and Drive Like Jay. yeah. Uh, Grant Britton, Dave Swift, Mike Burnett, Thurston Moore, Jay Maskus. I mean, this is – no tribute will be enough to pay the attention to O that needs to be paid, but we're trying. And I'm just very proud of this next issue. It's I would, I would love – I mean, I don't know where these are, but I would love for people to hear the first fluff albums you i i actually bought uh the fluff kind of like greatest hits record on discord wait what yeah this discord.com so but you downloaded on it vinyl and, on vinyl yeah do you think they have i might go over to the lose right now and go get a fluff you should record i think if they have them if if check lose first if they don't they have it on discord uh i bought a seven inch for my wife and which is because she's used all right um <laughs> And I, and I and I brought a uh, I bought a a vinyl twelve inch. Okay, where are the photos? We're okay. gonna we're gonna do some questions. We've got questions. Uh, I or, have some too. We've I'm got questions. Go We've got answers. Um, Austin Wolf says gravy sandwich, plastic in the bag, plastic bag in the wind, pit bull in a cage, more pillows than a luxury hotel for the elderly. A A grade commentating from Todd. Do you come up with these off the top of your head, or are you I, making notes during the week when inspiration strikes? I'm ta- I think he's talking about your oh natural selection. Natural selection. I don't know. I just drink a lot of coffee, and stuff just kind of comes out both ends. <laughs> I get it. So you're just a natural genius. I'm, I guess so. Okay. Uh, Double ejects says one more question, uh, or this was a question from uh, Wednesday last. E- either way, when will the cinch? era of 2023 come to an end so there's a picture here of, yes. of a cinched what is people it? cinching their jackets cinching it up i think okay so i don't have a problem i have a problem with mega cinch because yeah. it kind of like if you do an air with your jacket mega cinched it turns into a crop top and or a tube, the tube top jackets are longer is because when you sit in the snow you don't want it up in your your booter so this is uh, style I like, over function. I like a little bit of cinch, but not. I don't like straight. Like I don't like a jacket to to be like dangling square. You know what I mean? Like I don't want just like 
straight down like jacket. A, yeah, you want a little, a little bit of a little cinch. bit of a tuck mini. Cinch. There is. Uh, I did get a pair of Quicksilver snow pants, and one of the key features that I love is the the the, the leg cinch. Yeah, so you can down you can the, pull up the pull cinch it. in the back. Yeah. So yes to leg cinch, not really. Yes to super cinch. Mid cinch is fine. Okay. Wilson. Mid century. Wilson. Wilson. You recently shared a photo on Twitter of your three boards with the same dimensions in all different constructions. How do you use these boards? Like on small clean days, you ride the epoxy. In windy slop, do you ride the PU? I've heard epoxy is tough for wind chop. Is there a method to the madness? Uh, this was kind of something that happened over a year. He's talking about I have three Pisalian twos, one in dark arts. One in traditional PU and the other in epoxy. They're all the same dimension, same size and everything. And I think that it just kind of happened because I really like the shape. Uh, you know, the epoxy one's fun every once in a while. The dark arts one is definitely the fastest, lightest. The PU one I've ridden a couple times in decent waves. And it's just, it's just kind of fun to have them all three. I, I don't know if I'm good enough to... Notice the major differences. I know the Dark Arts one will have more pop for mm -hmm. longer. Um, Brent LaFleur, a.k.a. Becky Bub, says, It's been killing me to know you and Todd's favorite pizza toppings. Oh. Are we skating Thursday? Yes, we're skating on Thursday. My favorite pizza toppings will be... Uh, I'm like a meat lover's guy. Sausage, pepperoni, uh, um, ham, some kind of ham, Canadian bacon. But why are you making that face? I always make this face when we talk about pizza. You want pizza right now. I want pizza, but also I'm an East Coast pizza snob. The only way that you can figure out if someone is making a good pizza is you have to have a plain or just a cheese pizza because yeah. that is the way that you figure out the cheese and the sauce and the crust ratio. You start adding all this other bullshit on there like sausage. You can camouflage a shitty sauce crust cheese combo with sausages and pepperonis and all kinds of other shit agree to disagree i think it's because you're a baby and get your in line palate is get not know developed your enough know your place chris um, anyone from the east coast will 100 percent agree with me where so where is this east coast you keep talking about where is that mitchell sells east of the mason know. dixon line <laughs> Uh, this is a great question. Will the viewership go up for both Olympic skating and surfing in Paris? Yes. I think it was such a success last year uh, in Tokyo that – and you could tell me better, Todd. Wait, what is the so question? Will the viewership be bigger for skating and surfing in 2024? Not unless they have a, someone to cheer for. I feel like, yes, there may be a – Oh, you uh, mean like the Yuto effect? Right. There needs to be someone to for people to be excited about. I mean, look, I hate to say it, but this next Olympics, even in snowboarding, if there's no Sean White competing, the average Joe is going to lose a bit of that um, kind of hype because NBC was using Sean so much to push the Olympic hype. With Chloe Kim. We don't know if Chloe Kim's going to compete in snowboarding at the next Olympics. So without Chloe Kim and this dominance. We've got Patty Party. Yeah, but Patty's going to compete for China. Good. I'll but I'm just saying, her. like, it's like the U.S., in order to bring, you know, a fever to NBC's Olympic broadcast, they need to latch on to someone from the U 
from the U.S. That's just how it goes. It's See, like Michaela Schifrin is is that in scheme. But like, what about Nyjah, uh, John John, Carissa Moore, sure, Katie Simmers? I mean, I feel like the field you're going to have for surfing is going to be more interesting than it was last year. The wave for people who don't maybe oh I can't you know, wait for people to who see don't that. really know that 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 is a spectacle in itself. And if 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 Chopo is going off. The numbers are going to go, but it's going nuts. to it's going to really be up to the broadcast, the preparation from the broadcast. Where do you the, watch the, the people? <laughs> That's what people want to know. The people, yeah, exactly. Where do I watch this? But like the the preparation work of of the producers to create drama around uh, Jopo. Well, you don't need to because no, but you don't. But you do for it. the average person. Like you need to create like you know underlying heavy well, toned crazy music and like could this die. wave is deadly like you if they're going to die on every wave right like that needs to be given Celebrated. to the audience because there's not like that's kind of like brings it like how can i relate to this and anything else okay well right. and the downhill for skiing these skiers can die on every run people love death people they, they do just love death they love, they love you to cheat death and that's yeah. why snowboarding half pipe is so exciting that's why big air is exciting because people look like they're going to die and they land when i think that also the skate park is going to be like right under the eiffel tower so visually it's going to be i think yes my to my answer to the question Yes, the viewership will be bigger for surfing and for skating. This I think year. it would be really cool if if maybe someone was under the Eiffel Tower where the skate park is selling a small model of the Eiffel Tower with the skate park under it every 10 feet. You, you know what I mean? Like those and people get your picture like this on top and like you're putting your finger on top of the Eiffel Tower. You can't walk six feet without being someone trying to sell you a miniature Eiffel Tower hash. under the Eiffel Tower and hash. Um, yes, the viewership is going to be bigger. Uh, Chad Bonsack wants to know, Kelly, possibly retiring. Yeah, we did talk about that in Surf News. I think all signs are pointing to retiring, but let's wait and see what, the, what happens at the end of the year. Austin Wolf, we already answered that question. We already answered the cinch question. Here's oh, we a, answered the board question. Here's we something that uh, this was a question that I have for me, for in general. And this is like it's a question I'm probably going to answer it though. Like, but I keep seeing a lot of pictures coming out of Tahoe and Mammoth and all these places where it continually snows. We've broken the snow record of most snow in a season in multiple locations in California this year. Okay, it's gotten to the point now where lifts are literally scraping under the snow like they have to dig down to make the lift able to go up right so it's like at what point and the, the, it's not over what's your question the question is is like how much longer is this sustainable until like there's too much snow to even have a rest of the season like they physically yeah. can't operate the equipment because there's too much snow uh, well you know what they say there's no business like snow business nobody says that Light Sodium 666 says, Who will retire first, Dave Grohl or Kelly Slater? Ooh. Dave Grohl's never going to retire, dude. And neither is Kelly Slater. Look at Keith Richards. Thing. Keith He's Richards, his, his liver won't even retire. Uh, Hannah Lee says, In honor of everything everywhere all at once, getting a bunch of Oscars, in an alternate universe, what would you be doing for a living... And what would the Monday Mass podcast be about? 
in an alternate universe. In an alternate universe. Okay, I would be like a uh, I would be a prof- like a professional uh, toy tester. Mm. I would play with uh, adult, not adult toys. That sounds weird. I would play with toys and test them, and this podcast would be about that. I think that I would be in that universe where everyone has dildo fingers. <laughs> And hot, dog, I, hot, dog. hot dog fingers, and I would uh, do a podcast about typing. I would be a professional singer, and you I would already sing. you already are. Well, you've yeah, been but I don't get paid to do that. You've though. been paid for gigs. You are a professional singer. Okay, well, I would be a good singer. <laughs> um, it's a great question. Uh, N.W. Shredgicator says, following the craziness of natural selection, who is the gnarliest snowboarder that steps into shit that everyone else says no to? Farmer, Dabari, Matt Goodwill, who you got? Thanks, the, continually. Thanks, Todd, for continually trying to steal the ad block. I think that, you know, like that. obviously based on what we saw last, last week in natural selection, like, it's Rice. Tarvis. Travis Rice is, he... I think what, what happened was is like there was controversy about whether or not he took the win over Dustin Craven in that round. And he was like, I'm just shutting this thing down so no one can even say anything. And he did. And what do you mean? Because there was, like, there, was a, there was a controversy early on in the natural selection whether or not Travis Rice won over oh, he won. Dustin Craven. And there's a lot of people on one side that say Craven should have won. A lot of people that say Rice should have won. There's a lot of people. But, you know, Rice doesn't want there to be any kind of wishy-washiness with that choice. So he went into his last run and freaking did the unbelievable. And I, I think Travis is Travis is definitely one of those people who whose ability to read terrain far surpasses everyone else. And it's also combined with a little bit of uh, he's a psychopath. Great job. Uh, he doesn't care very much about landing uh, or Todd's quality of re- landing. Todd's famous reel Is there now. a landing? He's trending. Say it again. I just said it. Say it again so we can get good, clean audio of it. You can find it. Go ahead. He's a psychopath. Thanks and for listening. He doesn't <laughs> care very much about <laughs> Anyways, uh, that was Money Mass. Next week, we will bring you another episode full of. That was a better episode than I thought it was going to be. A more rapid fire ad blog. I'm okay, though. Thank you for asking.